Welcome back, everybody, to Conversion to Christ podcast, where we dive into many different subjects about the gospel of Jesus Christ. But most importantly, we dive into individual stories about how they found Jesus Christ in their own lives. If you want to support the channel, we have a Venmo at conversion to the number two Christ. All of our videos and audio goes up on YouTube, TikTok, Facebook, Spotify for podcasters, and Instagram. So go check it out. Let's get into this next episode. All right, everybody, welcome back to Conversion to Christ podcast. My name is Jackson Mars, and we have three awesome guests today. Once again, we have Shinabun on the mic in Japan from New Zealand, and then we have you two. James we had on, we interviewed his story already, but we have a new person on today. You want to introduce yourself? Hey, everybody, my name is Eric, and uh, I'm from Uganda. Let's go, baby. When did you come to America? Uh, I came around 2016. It's like, you said seven years ago, right? Yeah. Let's go, baby. And then James was 10 years ago, yeah? 11? Today we're going to hear Adaya's story. Um, I know a little bit. So I'll kind of explain how I met these two. First, I met James at the gym. I think he was playing basketball and I just, we over time, I, I talked to him and then over time we became friends and then he came on my podcast. Yesterday, we went to general conference in person, so he was able to see our living prophets and apostles speak in person and he did fall asleep um but for most of the time he did listen and he really enjoyed it so i met Araya, or i guess eric i met his real name's Araya, but he goes by eric in america i met eric when i was trying to go find james at his apartment and james wasn't responding and i saw Araya and his friends like out just around the apartments. And I was like, Hey, do you guys know someone named James? And he was like, yo, uh, maybe like, and I showed him a, I showed him a clip of him on the podcast and they're like, Oh yeah, we know him. We know James. Yeah. He's over there at that apartment. And so that's how I got to know him. And I, I invited him to come on the podcast and share his story. So, um, I'm super excited for that. In, in Uganda, do they speak English too? Oh yeah. A lot. So like English and Swahili together. Yeah. Cool, dude. Dang. So from growing up, did you know English? No. I didn't know English, actually. Okay. Uh, when I got here, it was, uh, I had uh, zero English. Oh, really? Yeah. Dang. <laughs> so I, y- do they teach it a little bit in school in Uganda? No. Actually, in Uganda, they don't teach uh, English. They teach French and uh, their language, their own national la- own language. You know? That's like Haiti. Like they teach French and Creole. Yeah, right. in, in Haiti. That's cool. So it's yeah. kind of like Haiti. They teach French and their language, and in your Uganda, they teach French and your language, right? Yeah. They, 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 so the most thing they teach in Uganda is uh, is Kinyarwanda. Yeah. Swahili. Yeah. A little bit English. Okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but he came when he was so young too. He was like me, so I, I don't think he'll be able to remember all of that. Yeah. To be honest, <laughs> I didn't even go to school in Africa. <laughs> You know, oh really? Yeah, it was troublemaker. <laughs> that's fair. That's it was fair. A little bit difficult, you know. Is that how you came over because of refugee? Because it was like hard and where you're from? No, we got we got chosen. You know how in Africa they choose people who has bigger family. Okay. Uh, mostly they choose them and ask them if they want to would like to a better opportunity to go in America. Oh, cool. You know what I mean, yeah. So they, when they did, I, I was really happy. You know? Yeah, dude, that's way <laughs> I was cool. Like, thank God, this, yeah, this is happening. You know, because if it wasn't like USA, I wouldn't really know English. Yeah, or have for sure. Whatever I have right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dang. So, let's kind of get into your story. So, 
you you are a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter Day Saints, right? Yes, yes. And when were you baptized? I was baptized in 2017. 27. Okay. Yeah. So Dang. like six years ago? Yeah. Yeah, like six years ago. Cool. He was a baby. Dang. <laughs> I was little, really so little. How old are you now? Right now, I'm 20. 20. Okay. So you're 14. Yeah. Cool. I was 14 and I got baptized. You got baptized in in America. In America. Oh, I didn't even know that. Okay. Yeah, cool. I, I got baptized in Little Day Saints. Yep. Uh, Swahili branch, you know Swahili branch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's where I got baptized there at. Yeah, it was good. And Dang. I, I felt very relieved. Yeah. Yeah. First, let's start. How how did you like meet the missionaries or like how how are you baptized? Like, what's your story? So when when we got here, we had nobody. Uh, no, we didn't know anybody. You yeah, know what I mean, in uh, in and the the missionaries mm-hmm. they came to our house in right like the next day. You okay, know? the next day they they knocked on our door. The next day you arrived in America. Yes. Wow. Yeah. Okay. They were the first one. Well, it's like they knew we were, we was gonna come. You know. Yeah. You know, it, it felt really good seeing them at our door because we didn't know anybody. Yeah. We didn't know that we would ever meet James right here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so it was good. You know, they told us about about how the church works. Yeah. At what time they go to church and. They asked us if we, would, if we would like to join. We was like, since we can't find any church here and we knew people, we can join the church and yeah. see how it, it goes, you know. Yeah, but I turned out to like it. Uh, missionaries kept coming at our house, uh, teaching us about about God. Yeah. And, and then... It just felt right it, to you? It just fell in, I just fell into it, you know. Yeah. I, I, they told us if you can get baptized. Some uh, at first we we said no, but yeah. at, at the at the second part we were like, uh, why not? You know, <laughs> it's my first time to get baptized. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure, I just get baptized. You know. Okay. Yeah. So you kind of just join, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but yeah. you just joined the church kind of because you were new. Mm-hmm. You it felt really good to you guys, mm-hmm. and. It was your first time being baptized, and so you guys were like, "Why not? This is a good thing, kind of thing." Is that why? No, we we, we had the church, so we, we were looking for a church. Yeah, right? yeah. Okay. We, we was we was worried that we will never find a church to to go in. Okay. So that's when we went to the church. Yeah, uh, uh, is there a Swahili church? Yes. Yeah, or a Swahili branch or ward? Whoa. Yeah, there's a Swahili branch in uh, over by 39th. Yeah, that's. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. I didn't know that. That's so cool. Yeah, it's very cool. You, I think you should go visit too. <laughs> Bro, let's go together. Yeah, yeah, let's go. I'll go with you. It's kind of oh, cheer. Yeah. Uh, it's been long since I've been there. But, yeah. But it's good. Yeah. So tell me about your baptism day. How how was that? How did you feel? On bapt- on my baptism day was relief, you know. It's, uh, people, when, when I got baptized, I felt good. Yeah. 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 Something, something came into me. I was like, "That's oh amazing, man! <laughs> amazing, hallelujah, praise yes, the yes. Lord." And it yes, was, I, I, I could, I don't know. I, I just felt the feelings that. Yeah, can't explain it. Almost like. Emotional. Uh, I, I felt, I felt like, uh, I just washed away all the. Like all your sins, like it yes, just yes. been taken away. Yeah, yeah. Bro, that's nice. that's so cool. So actually, Shinabun 
is a convert to the church. Like he joined when he was how old, Shinamun? Yeah, similar age, similar age. Yeah. So sa- around around the s- yeah, around that it's around the same age. Fourteen? Yeah. Thirteen, fourteen. Oh. Yeah. And something around there, yeah, yeah. And what one th- I mean, how I, I've never asked you, how was do you remember your baptism day? How was that? <laughs> Actually it's funny when I was listening to his his story. It was almost similar, but mine was different because it was my friends that introduced it to me. Okay. It was my friends, um, the Ornsby family from from New Zealand. They're awesome. a big, big family from New Zealand, very famous for being Mormons. And they're kind of the ones that introduced it to me. And at first, for me, it was like a sense of community. I enjoyed it. Yeah. It felt right. Did I get baptized for the right reasons? Probably not. When I think about it, yeah, um, I think I did it for a sense of community. Um, but yeah, it's. But I, I did. You know, of course, I had a understanding of God. But for me, it was more. I enjoyed being there. I enjoyed feeling what I was feeling. And that's kind of like you a little bit, right? It was like a sense of community too, right? To be with people who also worshipped God and Jesus Christ. Yeah. Okay, when cool. When you got baptized, they welcomed us into the church and said, welcome, congratulations, you know. At the first time, they ask you if you want to be uh, baptized, and then you say no. So, like, 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 why, at the second time, like, what did you say yes? Like, what, like, how, uh, how do you know that you was ready? So, now, now I can get baptized, you know, like, how. That's a good question. You know? Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's a good question. They kept, so the missionaries kept coming on our, at our house. Yeah. Uh, teaching us about the Bible. So we needed to know more about them, you know what I mean? Oh, okay. So uh, at the same time, we was going to the church every Sunday. Yeah. Uh, they had this activity every Wednesday mm-hmm. where we go, they come and pick up young people and go and chill, you know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, and do something trip. fun, like an activity. Yeah, do something fun. Cool. So, so yeah, from that, from after a few months, uh, we, that's when we got baptized. That's mm-hmm. what made us feel like we are ready, you know. So, um, did you ever pray and ask Heavenly Father if this was the right thing for you, or if did you did you and your family ever pray if the church was true, like if the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter Latter Day Saints was yeah. where you should be? To be honest, for that I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if they ever prayed because I don't. I don't really pray to be honest. No, no, I get you. Yeah. It was like more like Shinobun's a more sense of community. It yeah. felt good, right? Yeah. Cool. Okay. Uh, I've never, I have never, uh, in, in like back then, I've never prayed, you know? Mm-hmm. So it was new to me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the missionaries coming and teach us, uh, taking us somewhere. Yeah. Just to see the world of United States. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, yes. I got you, bro. For sure. Uh, question. So from now, uh, from 14 when you got baptized to now, what is your thought? Like when when you think about your baptism now, what, what's something that comes to mind? Like is it something that you're, you're glad you've done or did you think maybe I should have had more time? You know, did you – what's your thought process so on is, your conversion? I, I, don't, I, I stopped going to church. Like a few years ago, in 2018, mm. around 2019 over there, you know what I mean? So when, when I stopped going to church every day, I think about it, about going back. But yeah. I never have time for it, you know? I don't know why I never have time. 
Yeah. But mm. so 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 your question, your question of what did I think? I I thought it was the, the right time. Yes. Yes, I was yeah, yeah, and I knew it was the right time. Do you do you feel like God almost like sent you someone? Sent me someone back. like to like for example, the missionaries showed up at like the perfect time. Do you think God like almost sent people to you to make you feel comforted because you're in a new place, right? Mm-hmm. And you didn't know anyone and they kind of helped you feel loved. You know what I mean? Yeah. So do you feel like that was kind of God helping you? Yes. Yes, because uh I was a, a, I wasn't a really good kid in back then like yeah. when I come from Africa. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, that made me feel like um God's trying to trying to make me connect to him. Yeah. Yeah. So before you joined the Latter-day Saints, right? What were you a part of a different church in Africa? Yes. Okay, do you remember like what denomination or what what kind of church was it? I was a Christian. Just just a Christian? I was a Christian uh, Baptist. Oh, Baptist. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Cool. Even now, my family, so Yeah. Me and my family we was going in Mormon church. And then when we when my grandpa came, yeah. my grandpa was a pastor, you know, Yeah. So they had to switch church. Because they created their own church in United States. So, um, how? So you and your entire family was it just you that was baptized, or was your mother and father also baptized? Can't remember. I think it was my siblings only. Oh, okay, only siblings. So when your grandpa came to America, yeah, your parents went yeah. back to his church. What about your siblings? Did you guys did they also go back, or did you guys stay in the LDS? They did go back Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. to the Baptist church. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Dang. So that's interesting. Well, so, it's interesting, but I, you know, it's good that uh, for me, for for me, I think it's good because as well, that with family, mm-hmm. I think you know, well, what's the big thing that us uh, LDS promote? Families can be together forever, and there, you know, for me, okay, cool. They might have gone to a different. Um, to a different uh, division, nom, 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 uh, different division of Christianity, <laughs> but <laughs> but that with family, and for me, it's like man, you can't you can't be upset with that. That's awesome. I would want to be with my family as well. Um, so you know, it's it's blessings in its own way. Yeah. So they get, they get the opportunity to be with family. So something, yeah, I love that. I I have a question for you, Shinabun. So something that we. Mm we do as missionaries is one of the main reasons we ask people to, when we're teaching them about the LDS faith, right? We ask them to pray and ask if it's true, right? And, but we have two people here that joined the LDS faith for community reasons, right? So for you, Shinabun, when was the step where you were like, okay, actually, this is the true church on earth rather than just it feels good. It's a sense of community. When did that change for you that you found out that it was Christ's church on earth? Only three years ago. Three years ago. <laughs> How, okay, tell us about that just a little bit. Do you want to? <laughs> so, so, yeah, this must not be about me. So um, it was through trials and tribulations. Um, if... Um, do you guys know much about Polynesian communities? Polynesian people from like Tonga, Samoa. Yeah, I have heard them before. Yeah, we used so, to go um, to some uh, church together. Me and to- uh, Tonga. Mm, yeah, cool. 
So yeah, I come from the Polynesian community. My dad's Polynesian, my mum's white, and like it's sometimes they're not the most the the not the most healthy families, but apart from that, it's a very long story. So it wasn't until years later um, that I really hit rock bottom in my life, and I was you know kind of going back a time when I was actually happy in my life. And the only time that I could think of was when I was in my youth, when I was going to church and I was kind of going, why? Like I do this, I go out with my friends. I, you know, I, I, I partake in these activities, but these were very short, short pleasures, but the long term of community, I felt, I felt more. So very, very similar to you. Like I went less active for, from maybe I was only in church from like maybe fifth, 13 to 14 and then i didn't end up going back until i was like 26 27 Damn. so yeah wow. very similar oh. very wait wait so what what, what was the change though the change was, was it just try- after i lost it was after i lost my brother oh it was after i lost my brother that's what changed because for me my brother was my everything and after losing him i life seemed very dull life didn't life i didn't see the point so i had to go back and try and find what else made me happy and but then i was then i was seeing what the church was bringing into my life and i was like okay so not only it was bringing in discipline it was bringing in actually healthy relationships to build with others and to build within my own family and you know you have to learn to stop being prideful let go of your pride and accept. If you accept Christ, he takes us all in. He takes us in everything, every, every shape and form. doesn't matter how far we've gone. He will take us back. But we just have to make that step. And it was for me, I wanted to make a better life for myself and for my family. Amen to the Amen. Amen. Mm, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. That, thanks so much for sharing. Was there Was there any time where you had prayed and asked if if it was true or did you ever have a spiritual experience where you like i'm like whoa this is 100 percent christ church on earth like did you have any of those experiences no i didn't have any other experiences but it was through the experience of my children that okay. i realized it was it was how i was seeing their lives change yo that's that's how i was that's how i was like okay this is right and then also like i look at my some of my relatives they're all Mormons. In their family, they've got like no one's divorced. Everyone's everyone's together. Even the family member, you know, it, it's for gen and I'm not just saying like one gen, I'm saying like six generations. There have been no divorces. Yeah, of course, families have issues, but you know, and I just was like, okay, through God gave gave me my answer through my children. Yo. Wow. That's so cool, dude. That's amazing. So Funny enough. Thank you for listening. No, yeah, that I You're welcome. <laughs> no, no joke. I felt the spirit while you talked about that. That's so cool. I when I so I baptized a family in Montana and the whole reason the parents decided to be baptized is they saw their kids, their two daughters just completely change. And they were like, we can't deny this. Like they've they've struggled with all these things and suddenly while we go to church and we're being taught by the missionaries and we're preparing to be baptized, they're changing so much to where they're happier. They're more willing to like, you know, 
be respectful to parents or, or they're more willing to learn more about God and Jesus Christ when they never had been willing to do that because of the feelings they felt as children too. And I think that's cool that a pa- parents can see that and be like, this is something really special, like more special than I thought. So I, I think that's so cool you experienced and I've also had close people to me that have experienced it. Mm-hmm. So Ariah, mm-hmm. Eric, either or, um, has there been a time in your life yet where you had a change like Shinnabun where like you were baptized for community, right? To be in a church, find a church. Has there been a time where you've realized it was the true church on earth, like Jesus Christ church, or have you not experienced that yet? No, I've not experienced that yet. Yet. Okay. I think, I think, uh, I think our churches are true. Depending on the Bibles, you know, by Bibles, the Bibles, they teach they're the same, you know what I mean? So I have never heard that kind of... What we're talking about? Huh? You haven't heard what we're talking about? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The, the way he said it, so you you said your, that your, you found out the LDS is the right church on earth, right? Yes. It's, it, well, it's, it's 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 funny. So, so, so it's, how 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 did you like? Uh, I didn't understand how you exactly found out that, that it's the right church. You know what I mean? So it's actually funny. So I've I like reading a lot. I like reading. I've read other doctrines. I've also I've read the um, original Ethiopian version of the Bible, and then the King James Bible. I've read like you. Know, uh, the Quran, the Torah of other, you know, Muslims, other and religious texts, Jewish, yep. uh, yeah, and other religious texts that are pretty much based off the Ethiopian Bible. It's technically the same thing, <laughs> um, but for me, it, it's hard. Like, it just made sense. Like, I'm more prone towards the LDS Church than other religions. Because it's just it made sense to me, it, it, you know. I had a lot of questions. There are there are a lot of questions, and some of the stuff I might not agree with, but it does make sense in its own way. It, it's like your own journey. It, it's your own journey on how you get close to God. And I don't, you know, I have family that are, you know, they're Catholics or Seven Dayers or Protestants or Baptists, and it's. I think the best way to do it is. I don't like praying a lot, but it's the best thing to do. Pray. Pray on these things. Like, like, pray on these things. And, you know, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid of what you feel. It's hard because for me, even when I was less active, very less active, I would still come to the LDS church and sit in sacrament. Because it was the, it was one of the only places that I felt peace. I felt comfort. It brought me it brought me it brought me comfort. You know, I've been to other places, but not saying that other places don't um, provide that comfort. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. You know, they, there's awesome sense of truth. You know, they've got the truth. They've got, but for us, we believe that we have the keys. So to act on the authority. So I'm gonna kind of talk about some maybe more opposing views. And and this is just what I believe in, right? I believe that God loves us so much that he 
wants to give us Jesus Christ's church. Absolutely. I, I don't believe that God is just like, you guys decide for yourself and all churches are kind of true, but some aren't. Because think about it. Every single church in the world, Seventh-day Adventist, Catholic, Protestant, LDS church, they have different teachings, right? And so they can't all be true if they have different teachings, right? For example, some churches teaches that you don't need baptism for to go to heaven, but some churches teach that you do need baptism to go to heaven, right? And so it's like, is it is it really possible to say all churches are true? I think all churches have some truth to them. Some like they have truths in their church, but the perfect truth does every church have? I don't think so. I believe God loves us so much that he provides a true church on earth and he wants everyone to be a part of it. And that's why our church, we, we never try to convince others that it's true. We never say like, this is the reason why this is this and this, and this is true. We say, like Shinobun said, ask heavenly father, if the church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints is Jesus Christ church on earth. That's, that's all we ask. We just ask you to pray and ask Heavenly Father and receive your own spiritual witness in your heart, which church is true, right? You, do you remember Joseph Smith, Uriah? Mm-hmm. He was like, the reason, the whole reason this whole thing started was he was like, which church is true? I want to know which church I should go to. And he went out in the forest and prayed and he said, God, which church do I join, right? Because there's so many churches, which one's right, right? And then God came to him and told him that none of the churches were true. And so, and that he would be the person to bring back Jesus Christ church. And so I'm just going to testify to these two, right? But also to everyone listening, I know that the church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints is Jesus Christ church on earth. And the way I know that is because I've prayed about it and I've received my own spiritual witness in my heart that it's true. It is it replicates the 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 church found in the Bible. It's almost the perfectly the exact same as the church Jesus Christ established, right? Do you guys care if I share some scriptures with you? Of course. Yeah, go ahead, man. The first scripture is Jesus Christ speaking himself, and he's talking to the people in ancient America um, a long, long time ago, and he's he's telling them about his church and his teachings, right? And this is in Third Nephi twenty-seven, verse eight. He says. Well, seven and eight, and he says, therefore, whatsoever ye shall do, ye shall do it in my name. Therefore, ye shall call the church in my name, and ye shall call upon the Father in my name, and he will bless the church for my sake. And how, and how it be church, it, or how be it my church, save it be called in my name. For if church be called in Moses' name, then it be Moses' church. Or if it be called in the name of a man, then it be a church of a man. But if it be called in my name, then it is my church. If it is so, be that they are built upon my gospel, right? Well, so, what was it? Chapter Third Nephi, chapter twenty-seven, seven and eight. Seven and eight, okay. And so Jesus Christ is literally saying, you know, those churches who are named after other things, like people, for example, like the Lutheran Church, it's named after a man, right? And it be the man's church, right? Same with Jesus Christ said at the end. If it be called in my name, then it be my church. And that's why our church is called the Church of Jesus Christ. Okay. Right? Um, sorry, do you have something to say? No, go ahead. Okay, okay. So that's that's one point I wanna I, I wanted to make is that I know the Savior was speaking these words mm-hmm. and he was saying, 
you know, if it's, if it's my church, then it, it's, it's going to be called in my name, right? Not like, I, I mean, I don't want to use your guys' church as examples, but any other church, just like Catholic, Seventh-day Adventist, um, can, okay. Baptist, like anything, right? Like they're named after other things than Jesus Christ. And I think that's one way of saying, okay, that's a little interesting. Why isn't it named after Jesus Christ? Okay. So, so that makes you think that Mormons are the right church. No, I, I believe Mormons, are, I, I believe our church, the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints is true because I've prayed about it and I've received an answer from God. Um, and I've seen miracles. I've, it's, it, it reflects the church in the Bible, Jesus Christ, the one that he established on earth almost perfectly. Um, I've, like my, my life has improved so much. Like I was in a really deep place in deep sin a long time ago. Um, I wasn't a part of the church. I didn't believe in it. Um, I believed in God, but I don't know if I believed in our church. And after facing really, really hard times, I finally turned to God again and he saved my life. Um, and ever since then I've completely grown an insane amount. Like with, without without Jesus Christ and, and his gospel on earth today, I would be lost. I'd be gone. So that's why I believe. Not just because this, but I'm just showing you guys little bits and pieces of Jesus, Jesus Christ talking about how his church will be on earth. Does that make sense? Yes, sir. So next is Ephesians. This is in the Bible. Ephesians 4. Um, and this is Paul talking about the gospel of Jesus Christ and what it will look like. Okay. You guys have probably heard this famous scripture, Ephesians four or five. It says one Lord, one faith, one baptism. That's a pretty famous scripture, right? And then he goes on in verse 11, 12, 13, and 14. He basically is, this is Paul, one of the 12 apostles, right? And he's, this is Jesus Christ. 12, you know, you guys know the 12 apostles, right? He's one of Jesus Christ's apostles and he's teaching all of the people who worship Jesus Christ in, in Jerusalem, right? And he says, um, and Jesus Christ gave some apostles and some prophets and some evangelists and some pastors and some teachers, right? And so he's saying Jesus Christ called all of these people into leadership positions, right? To go and preach to everyone else, right? Then in verse 12, he explains why he did this, like why Jesus Christ called all these people. And he says, for the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry and for the edifying of the body of Christ. So basically just to bring others closer to Jesus Christ, to grow members, right? To help everyone in the world know who Jesus Christ is, right? That's the reason he did that. Then in 13, he explains how long we need to be doing this, how long we need prophets and apostles and people to be doing missionary work, right? He says, till we all come in the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the son of God unto a perfect man, unto the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. So he says, we're going to do this missionary work. We're going to have prophets and apostles until everyone in the world knows about Jesus Christ till everyone has had the opportunity to learn about Jesus Christ. Right. Then verse 14, he explains why we need to have prophets and apostles until we are all united right? And he says that we henceforth no, be no more children tossed to and fro and carried about with every wind of doctrine by the slight of man and cunning craftiness whereby they lie and wait to deceive, right? 
So he says, we need prophets and apostles and those below him established in position to, to organize the church so that it won't be, um, like it won't be deceived by every wind of doctrine, which basically means every kind of teaching, right? And think about what's happened since Jesus Christ died. Exactly that. Every single person is saying, I know it's right. I know it's right. I know it's right. That's why there's thousands and thousands of Christian churches with different teachings, right? And so Paul is literally prophesying this saying, if we don't have a prophet who is guiding the church, if we don't have apostles who are guiding the church, then it's going to go crazy. We're not going to know what's right and what's wrong, right? And so that is one of the biggest reasons I believe God loves us enough to give us a true church, right? Does that make sense? Kind of what I'm saying? Kind of makes sense. Okay. Okay. It's kind of, it's kind of deep. It's kind of hard to To get. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Do you have any questions about it before Shinobun goes? Oh no, you can go ahead. I'll ask later. Actually, it's my mind's actually a question uh, for you two is when you were listening to that, like what do you, did you feel anything or what was going on through your head? Because you guys looked a bit, you were in like maybe processing it. So I thought I, I, um, I was having thoughts about the churches. Yeah, yeah me mm. too. I was having thoughts like, so like my question is like, so like you said, uh, like, like how can we, how can we like, because to me like to do like you kind of gotta, you gotta, you kind of gotta have that mindset to be like, okay, so now this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to try to, you know, like to find the, the, true church or this so how what can you tell that guy like like how can we do that like how we how uh, how how can we get into that mindset you know oh i see you're saying like how how can we figure out if it's true yes yes like how can we Mm. figure out i love it what what about you what were you thinking well to me it sounded like uh, there is no other church we could what well, so what the in the Bible? How you guys teach the same Bibles as other churches, right? Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yep. But when uh, there's this, there's a day when my grandpa. <laughs> yeah. So the missionary came and teach him uh, when he asked them to go into this page. There's there's a, there's a verse where he told them to read. But they, when they went to look into their own Bible yeah. and uh, the the Mormon Bibles, they, they couldn't find a verse, you know? So there's no such thing as a Mormon Bible. There's a big misconception. Oh, that's what they're asking. Okay, oh. there's a big misconception between all people outside of our church uh-huh. that think we have this like Mormon Bible that replaces a normal Bible. But we believe in... A King James Bible, which is the first translation into English, okay? Right? Yeah. But then we have a separate book, which is called the Book of Mormon, okay? Right? And the reason God provided this second book or or gave us a second book is because over time, the Bible has been corrupted, we believe, has been, has been changed a lot. So that's why... That's why your that's it, it proves your grandpa's point is that your grandpa had a different Bible. We had the King James Bible. Someone in a different country may have the Ugandan Bible. Someone may have the New Translation Bible. Someone may have the Jehovah's Witness Bible. There's thousands of translations. There's yeah. so many yeah. 
Bibles, right? And so it's the same thing with the thousands and thousands of churches. It's the same thing. The, why are there so many? Just people believe in so many different things. But the Book of Mormon is a separate book of scripture. And so it's the Bible is an ancient history of the people in the Old Testament, but also in Jerusalem where Jesus Christ was, right? The New Testament. But then the Book of Mormon is a, a history of ancient Americans who worship Jesus Christ. And it's a completely different story, completely separate book of scripture. And so that's why it wouldn't be possible to find the same scripture in a Bible and in the Book of Mormon because they're different stories. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. So let me ask James. James, do you, do you guys have your own your own like uh, book? That you, Bible? Just like you said, Mormon has their own uh, book. Uh, own uh, like book scripture. Own like a scripture. Yeah. I don't. I don't know, man, because to me, like... When, you have the uh, King James Bible, right? Yeah, I believe. Yeah, I think so. I yeah, think we King do. James yeah, James on every church for now. Yeah, when, Say uh, it again. Sorry. Uh, uh, the King James Bible, is, yeah, every church has except... Uh, you guys have it? Except mm-hmm. Mormon. No, we have King James Bible. Right? Mm-hmm. So how come you guys have the second one? The Bible and... The Bible connects the dots with the Book of Mormon. The Book of Mormon confirms that the Bible is true. But as same, the Bible confirms that the Book of Mormon is true it's additional doctrine it's just extra doctrine no no it's um, it's, it's it's not, not extra doctrine? it's 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 not additional doctrine at all it's because if the bible wasn't changed mm. it would have the same same doctrine and it, the book the book of mormon is okay let me just restart a little bit okay easy guy so I think we're all confused. So it's better to know, you know. No, no, no. Of course, I I want I want you to understand this. So I looked up how many translations of the Bible are there. Do you guys know what that means? Translations of the Bible. That means how many different types of Bibles are there on Earth, Mm -hmm. right? So, like different versions, meaning some people took out some things, some people in different languages, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And so they're different. They're not the same. Does that make sense? There are over 3,030 versions in over 2,000 languages. Um, And they just did a recent study that there's over 3,600 now different versions of the Bible. Wow. So not, and every church doesn't have the King James version. That's not true. Like a lot of churches don't use, they use like modern day English Bibles where they, they take out all the old timey words. Does that make sense? There's so many different versions of the Bible. And that is the exact reason God knew this would happen, right? God knew. He said, I know as soon as Jesus Christ dies and he's not there to take care of the church, people will start saying, I know what's right. No, I know what's right. I know what's right. For example, right when Jesus Christ died, what church started? The Catholic church, right? Because they said, I know what's right. I know what Jesus Christ taught. And then what, what? stemmed off of the Catholic church, the Lutheran church. Cause Martin, Martin Luther was like, I don't agree with the Catholic church. I'm going to do my own thing. Right. Then that's the same thing that happened with the Protestants. They didn't agree with Martin Luther. So they stemmed off and they said, no, I know what's right. Does that make sense? So everyone's saying, I know what's right, but now everyone disagrees and they all have different Bibles. Right. Yep. So God knew this, right? He, he, he knows all things, right? God, right? He knows everything, God right? Does. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Of course, like, yeah. like, 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 you know. So wait, no, let me finish. Let me finish. So, 
So God knows all things, right? And so he said, I know my teachings are going to change by humans. The humans are going to change my teachings. So I'm going to provide a separate book of scripture that will show which church is true, right? And so he, I mean, this is, (laughs) this is basically a long story, but he led people out. He led a family out of Jerusalem and they journeyed to America And during that time, this family was recording their, or they were writing down their story with God and God telling them what to do. And then eventually, um, as this book was passed down from prophet to prophet to prophet, it was basically discovered by Joseph Smith because God showed him where it was and he translated it to the power of God. And that's why we have a perfect book on earth of, of a history of God's people separate from the Bible. Does that make sense? So let me ask you a question. If we didn't have a perfect um, book of scripture to help us know which church is true, how would you guys know which church is true? Because by God, you pray. I mean, that's, yeah, that's one reason. You pray and you ask, you know? Yeah. But he, so, so, like you said, there are a lot of churches yep. with different opinions about God. Yeah. And they teach different. So, the, 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 way, the only way to know which church is true is praying. 100%. Yeah. 100%. But if there wasn't a, tr- a true church on earth, mm-hmm. then, you know, just like Joseph Smith, he prayed and said, asked that question. He said, God, which church is true? And God told him, no churches are my true church. And he, and he said to him, he said, every church has good things in them, but they're not the 100% full true church. Yeah. And that's why he provided the Book of Mormon. Yeah, but, yeah, but do you believe though, if, even though it's like that, like he made it that way, but do you believe on this earth like there is actually a true church? Like if you play about it, and then do you really believe you can find it? 100%. We found it. Well, I mean, me and him found it. And that's, <laughs> and that's what makes me have second it's, thoughts about going now, to church see, sometimes. Now, no, no, you see, like, because... That's like, okay. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I apologize. <laughs> no, no, no. One of, one of you go. I don't need to apologize, you know. But uh, that's, that's one of the things that makes me... <laughs> James over here, like... <laughs> okay, tell tell us yeah. why you get yeah, second thoughts yeah, about going you know, to church. You know, so, something that makes me have second thoughts about about going to church is one of those reasons. You know, which of, reason of every church? You know, every church saying this is right and this is not right. Mm-hmm. So I kind of have the, decide to stay home. You know, you stay home and and just be. You know, pray if I want to pray. If I want to listen to to gospel music mm-hmm. listen to it it will cheer me up you know yeah yeah so that's that's what makes me it, it makes me feel like i'm not going to church you know because i wasn't a mormon yeah i went to a christian yeah i went to his church also mormon is christian same thing oh yeah we okay what well, we believe in so, jesus christ and that's what christian is so so, so different uh, so okay i don't know i don't know about that but yeah, i've been to almost every church you know yeah so I've seen them teach different. Yep. Totally different. The way they... Exactly. They praise God, you know. The, the, the way they praise God, the way they read the verses, the way they... It's different, examples, right? You know what I mean? 
it's different. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that's ex- that's exactly what I'm saying. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. Hundred percent. And like you said, that's the only way we can know. Okay. That's the only way we can know if it's true is for one praying, asking, is this church Jesus Christ church? Right. Two, if we have a second book of scripture and you read it and pray about it and God says, this is true, then it's different from every other church on earth because all churches have Bible, but only one church has claimed another book of scripture. Yeah. I just, I just, I just wish, I just wish that God would tell me which one is true. Yes, yeah. You can, bro. Yeah, okay. yeah listen. Without people saying this is true. Hey. <laughs> hey. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. That's hey, fair. But, but Jackson, yeah, like, he told you like, how you can find like, like it's to pray about it. You know, go on your knees and pray about it and they ask God like, to. don't pray. <laughs> you see? But, but how, are you, how are you going to know but if you now, don't pray? So now, <laughs> so now like this. Yes. Yeah, keep going, keep going. Yeah, yeah. I'm so, off your energy, man. So like, like this is what I want to say about that. Yeah, because like, you know, it's been like a, a couple of weeks like since Jackson like tell me about his church and it tell me like why he believe like the reason why that like, he church like, is the the true church. But when he tell me some stuffs and then I go to ask my sister, yeah, because my sister like she like she she been in church for. 22 years so she know a lot a lot more than me but in the game like when uh, Jackson like t- tell me like so, there's some so, some stuff that he tell me and then when I ask her and then she she explained to me and, and she explained to me I'll be like you're right like you know so I'll be so confused so sometimes he tell me some stuff I'll be like you man you're so right but in the game like when uh, I go to ask her and then she, she be like this and this and this and this so how about what Jackson tell me you know what I mean so I be so confused I be like mm-hmm. like how about be they, they, they both right so well, I don't what know. if you don't pray I believe there are a lot of people who don't pray but they 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 want to find out the, the true church you know yeah. what I mean so <laughs> how how can you find out that this is the true church the right church to go to wait yeah. so why can I give my advice first? Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. I can't hear you, Shinabun. I'm just trying to think. I'm processing you. Just go ahead. So, I'm just processing my question. So this is what I believe. And I've seen it work. I've seen it work for so many people. You there's two ways I believe that we can know if it's true. I think one, of course, is prayer. We can ask God if it's true. Second is by living the gospel by going to church, by following the commandments, by, and a part of that is praying, (laughs) living the gospel is praying. But as you live the gospel and try it, read the Book of Mormon every day, read the Bible every day, go to church every Sunday and partake of the sacrament, the the bread and water, right? Mm -hmm. And um, do things that Jesus Christ was you and, and stay away from sin. You can just see the difference of living in sin versus living, following the commandments and see if you feel happier and see if in your heart it's making your life better. And that's one way we can know that it's true is that, whoa, my life is way better. And you feel it in your heart. But I would say praying should be a part of that. I mean, developing a relationship with God is going to allow you to feel the spirit and know when things are wrong or right. That can happen, yeah. that can happen in, uh, me, that can happen in every verse. church. If you go into that church for a long time, you will feel you will say, yeah, it's the right church. You know what I mean, Eric? 
Yeah, about mm. about like what you what you say you, that you don't play, but like okay, let me give you, let me give you an example. Okay, like I know you, you know. So when you see like a a, a beautiful girl like right there, right? If you don't go to talk to her, right? If you just don't talk to her and the, and the, and, the, and the, you say you be like me, that girl is beautiful. You just walk. Is you guys gonna have a relationship? No, no. So so. In order for like, like for us to have that connection with God, you know, like in order like to talk to Him, yeah, like we talk we talk to Him through our prayers. You know what I mean? Yeah, don't pray. See, you see, you see. And then you won't get a girlfriend. So, so and then, and then hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Listen, listen, listen. On, yeah, you can like if you you're sinning, but listen, <laughs> but look. No, no, but on. I'm just. No, but that's amazing. I know yeah, exactly yeah, what yeah, you're saying. Yeah, yeah, but no, 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 but uh, I'm saying like like you said like you don't play and then uh, that means like uh, you treat God like uh, like everybody else like in order like to have that relationship with him, to talk to him, like to know about him. Like that's like that's how like you get to have a relationship and that's a habit. That's how like you get close to him. So Why don't you pray? What's the reason? I don't know how to pray. <laughs> Yo, what? can I teach you how to pray right now? He's lying. I'm dead. No, can I, can, bro? Can I? No, no, you're good. I can block it out. But can I? Can I teach you? Sure. Yeah, bro. It's and then you go. But I'm gonna teach him how to pray real quick. So, okay. So it, it's funny. Um, He's embarrassing me. You know, man. you're saying that you can find you, you can find you know this happiness in other churches and all that. I had a big question. This is this is this is a question that I told myself. Why do I go to church? What do I want from it? What's the purpose for it? Yeah, yeah. See. So what? So can I ask you, what's your purpose? Why do you even, you know, why do you go to church? Is it? Is he it doesn't a behavior right now, thing? But, right? You don't oh, go. No, right no, no, no. Oh, you don't go. Yeah. I go so, sometimes. Like, sometimes when I mm, feel go like sometimes. It, you know, when I feel okay, like okay, so, okay. But but why? But like that's the thing because I was exact for for me, I was over ten years inactive, but I would have moments similar to you. Like, why am I coming here? What am I doing here? Like, I'll be sitting here listening to music that's not particularly my favorite kind of music. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, why am I here? What, what's my purpose here? And I was just like, some, maybe, maybe there's some, there was something inside of me that w- was trying to reach. But this here, sometimes I'm too logical. Like, oh, I want, I want a dead, cold, 100% answer. And that was that was my problem, and I wasn't being humble enough. That was a me problem. Um, so, like, yeah, for you, like, why? What's the reason that you sometimes go to church? You know, like, well, why? Why not just stay home and, as you said, you know, just watch gospel videos or something? There are times where I wake up every Sunday. Sometimes I wake up unhappy, for some reason, you know. Mm. I feel, mm. wake up feeling like I don't want to do anything, you know. Mm. At, the, at, the, at the other days, on Sundays, I wake up feeling like motivated, you know, feeling like uh, someone told me to go to church. He's lazy. Mm. So, so, so that's the spirit, bro. Yeah. So, mm. so I go, I go to church sometimes. I, I wake up mm. happy. The other, the other Sunday, I, feel, I wake up feeling something that I shouldn't go at all. You know, I don't know why. You know, so that makes that makes me go to church sometimes. Mm. That's why I said I go there sometimes. Can sometimes, I, sometimes. Mm. Can I give him advice? Oh, go ahead. What, what is? What's that? Uh, go ahead, guys. Sorry, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. You can oh, go ahead. So, 
Oh, okay. So, like, for me, for just just for my example, um, I have a reason. Like, I think everyone has a reason or a why they go or why they do something. You know, it's like working. Why do you work to get money? You know, why do you try and look for a girlfriend to seek a relationship? You know, everything that we do has has a purpose. And for me, my and it sounds really selfish, but one my biggest reason was all is for my daughters and for my my children, but also because I want to see my brother again someday. I really want to see him again, like I I miss him constantly, heartbroken, and through, and if you know, and I understand in like some places and my family's belief, some of my family's belief, they say, oh, unfortunately, he was never baptized. He wasn't baptized as a Christian. He wasn't baptized as a mom, uh, as an LDS. He wasn't baptized at all. And we had a family member who was like, oh, he won't go to heaven. And it, it just, it destroyed me. And that's what really killed me. I was like, what, what? I'll never see him again. Are you joking? And then through this, through the Latter-day Saints, we have atonements. We have ways of baptism. For Because the end goal for me, I want to be with my family forever. I'm thinking of the long game. Most of the time, I'm thinking of the long game. I'm not the best at the doctrine. I don't really know a lot about it, but I have faith that what I'm doing is right, and I believe that God has put me in this path, and it was all because of my brother. Losing him was probably one of the best things and the worst things for me. So the doctrine, the teaching that he's talking about in our church is really different from other churches. Almost most churches... Christian churches around the world believe that if someone dies without accepting Jesus Christ in their heart, they're going to hell. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And that's what you believe, right? Yeah. How much of that believe though? And so this is the this is the difference between the LDS church. So the the difference is that, you know, other churches believe if you don't accept Jesus Christ before you die, like say his brother, then he's going to hell. Right? But we believe different. We believe that those who didn't have the opportunity, a real opportunity to accept Jesus mm. Christ on earth, they will have the opportunity in the next life to accept Jesus Christ. So for example, say someone in like Afghanistan, Uganda, or any other country, if they died, a little kid died without knowing Jesus Christ, or even an old man who didn't know Jesus Christ, we believe he has the opportunity to accept the gospel just like you are hearing the gospel right now and you will have the opportunity. So his brother has a chance to accept it for himself and go to heaven with him. And, and most churches don't teach that. They teach that people who die without accepting Jesus Christ go to hell. Wait, so, hold up. So, so you're telling me like if, uh, so in that case and, uh, Everybody like will not even bother to go to church because like they can do like whatever like what they want to do because they know they 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 can get the second chance then and they, there is no point like like for us like to go to church now. That's a great question. I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, there is a point, but but like, no, no, no. I it's a great question. It, you know? So I, I, let me let me explain really it. It's question. it's a great question. I hear that question a lot. So it's not a second chance. It's a chance for it's a first chance because say say a say a little baby who dies he he didn't accept Jesus Christ in his heart he's a baby how would he have known right so in the next life he will get the first chance 
to accept the gospel of Jesus Christ. So even if an old man, say an old, say, so in Japan, I served in Japan. It's not a Christian country. They barely anyone knows about Jesus Christ and they don't, they don't know anything about him, right? They just know he's like this famous guy that Americans worship or, or that, you know, white people worship. That, that's kind of what they see it as, right? And they don't, they've never felt the spirit. They've never felt the love of Christ. So why would God just create them to send them to hell, right? Why would God just say, I'm going to create all these Japanese people, but also I, I know everything. So I'm just going to send them to hell, create them, send them to hell. That's, that's a pretty terrible God just to create someone to send them to hell. And our church is the only one with this teaching that those, every, every single person, every single God's children will have the same opportunity to either accept Jesus Christ or deny him. Uh, Every person. I guess. I, I, I don't know. But but what I wanted to say about this guy, you know, because that's the main like, reason like what we hear about because of him, right? Yeah. Yeah, so what I wanted to tell him, so he says sometimes it's motivating and it's sometimes it's not. To me, like uh, the best thing to do for you is uh, to make that as your habit. You know what I mean? So like me too. Like Jackson here, like he's he's into this like 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 he's like he's in like this you know like everything that he talk about it's just about church you know what i mean i'm going to start the bible i'm going to do this like he's in a hundred percent i'll be honest you know i'll be honest i go to church like uh saturday you know mm-hmm. saturday of course like when i wake up uh, i gotta like uh listen to gospel but i'll have those moments like you know those moments go about you know earth you know like, you know how this how, how this goes, but but like like every Saturday I know before I do something else I I, I have to go to church I, I I don't care like what I do I don't care what if I go like to have fun like we 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 my friends or go to party you know but but I know that day I I gotta go I gotta go to church you know I because to me I always believe that you know you go look around you know look around and, and see like what's happening right now you know there is so many people that passed away you know that like you just gotta sit around and, and, and see and they make god is good man like make that your habit just i know i know it's good you know so 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 to go to church for you it just like you just you just gotta know that you have to go to church no matter what like you know my what you do after church but first like you gotta you know like well, to me to me church mm. uh to me, church can be everywhere, man. The church is right here. Church is in your heart. You don't need to go to... Yo. Work. That's what I believe. That's you know, true. That's true. You don't need to go to a public spot where there's Straight a lot of... Straight yeah. okay, okay. No, one, 100%. We know that every good feeling comes from God. And every every good feeling comes from God. Happiness comes from God. Peace comes from God. Right? And... I think waking up in the morning and feeling happy that you're alive, I think is from God. But God wants you, there, there's no such thing as like you feeling happy because you're alive is not from God. It's your own feeling. It's like, no, every God's created everything. He's given us everything. Happiness is a feeling from God. And the only thing he wants is to give you more happiness. There's no such thing as like, we only feel God's we only feel God's feeling if we're in a church in a building that's the only way we can feel the preachers like telling us I don't believe that. I think 
right now I feel, I feel happy because I'm having this conversation and I, that feeling's from God. When I wake up and I had a great night's sleep and I feel happy, I believe that's from God. But the difference is God wants us to give us more. He wants to keep giving us more and more and more happiness. And the way to feel more happiness is by following him and by using Jesus Christ and his sacrifice to overcome our sins and to change every single day, right? So it's so you are, I believe, every single day feeling God, but he just wants to give you more. Does that make sense? Yeah, so so that makes me think that he he he's answering me, you know, he's yeah, he's trying to reach out to me, but in a type of way that I don't understand, you know. Sometimes I'm, yeah. I'm angry, and the, 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 the other days I'm happy, you know. Yeah. So that, that makes me feel like he's watching me, you know. He's helping me through everything that I'm doing. Yeah. Yeah. So I want to go back on two things. Now, one thing I want to talk about is how you said that church can be anywhere where you are because you, if you believe in God, that's where the church is, right? You, right? Yeah. And I, I 100% agree. I don't think you need a building to, to make you close to God. I, don't, I, think, I think what makes you close to God is your personal relationship through prayer, through studying the scriptures, for serving others, through doing all, you following the commandments and trying to be the best person you can be through Jesus Christ, right? But... The difference between, for example, we'll say James's church and our church is that we believe in, like he said, priesthood keys, which is God's power on earth. And we believe in something called a covenant, which is basically a two-way promise between you and God. You promise to do something for him. He promises to do something for you, right? And we are baptized into the church. We promise to follow his commandments and he promises us with the Holy Spirit, right? A constant companionship of the Holy Spirit. He guides us. He helps us through life. He warns us of danger, right? He's always with us if we follow the commandments, right? Then every single week we go to church and we take the water and the bread, right? Water representing Jesus Christ's blood, then the bread representing Jesus Christ's body. And when we take that, we renew our covenant we made with baptism, that two-way promise we made at baptism, and our sins are washed away every single week so we can keep trying to do better. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. And so we go to church to make promises with God. We don't go because, or the main reason we go is to have our sins washed away every single week. Because, because think about it. If you're baptized once, your sins are washed away, right? Mm-hmm. What happens when you sin again? Do you need to be baptized again? Oh, no. Right, right? <laughs> and so... Oh, no. That doesn't make sense in other churches, but in our church, we take the sacrament every week and it's the same thing. We, it's like a mini baptism almost every single week and our sins are washed away. So every week we can try to be better Mm -hmm. because here's the thing is when we sin, the spirit leaves us. God leaves us, right? Spirit and, or the spirit and sin can't dwell together. They can't be together. And so if we don't have like for example, James, you were baptized, your sins were washed away, but of course you sin again. Everyone sins, right? Then as you start sinning, the spirit starts leaving you. So when, when does it wash away again, right? At sacrament, at, at, at the bread and water that we take. And so that's the reason we go to church is to 
renew our promise we made with God and to have our sins washed away. Yeah. Jackson? How about like when uh, you do that and you, when you take those, like when you go in and you get your sin washed away, how about if like you have like, a, okay, they say maybe you like to go to, they say to have fun. You yeah. know what I mean? And then you know when uh, you had uh, too much fun you start to go with your friends and stuff and then maybe you can see some stuff and be like, man, I, sh- I, sh- I shouldn't be doing it. Like, like you keep like finding like yourself doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. Like if you keep, if you keep uh, going to get your sin and watch away, like is it gonna, it's not like a, that, that could not be a problem. So that's, that's a, such a good question. I love these questions. So, that's the difference between, for example, the Catholic Church and our church. The, the priest may say in the Catholic Church, do 10 Hail Marys and your sins are forgiven and you're good, right? But in our church, it this, this process of having our sins washed away only works if we are trying to improve every single day. But if we're just taking advantage and, oh, I'm just going to have my sins washed away, then I'm going to go sin and then come back and do it again, it doesn't work. Yeah, like, like, how about I come? <laughs> That's what I was thinking too. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. How about like no? Uh, like, like how about like 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 you keep like like you you love to go to church, you know? And you like you like you want you want to learn more more about God, like like you really into it, you know what I mean? Yeah. But it just like you keep finding like yourself in that like in the same situation. Like, but are you trying to change? Huh? Are you trying to do better? Are you trying to change? Uh, I would say yes. So so for example, like like after church. You know, like after church, like you guys went home, and like everybody, maybe you have a cool friend, you know, and they be like, hey, let's do this, let's do this. And then uh, you in the house by yourself. Like you like, sin again? Like like you sin again, but, but, you, but you don't want to. Yeah. But it happened. Mm-hmm. Like it keep popping, like, like, like you keep, like, like you're you finding like yourself mm-hmm. in, in those like kind of situations. Like, like that's not what you want to do. Yeah. But it just like. Um, no, it, it's. It's an amazing question because we all go through this. Every single person. We, we, there's something called the natural man in all of us that we want to naturally give in to sin. And to go against sin is being like Jesus Christ, right? Being like God. We, he never sinned, right? And so for us, we're supposed to, I mean, we're put on this earth to sin and learn from sin and stop sinning, right? We have to learn every single day. And so just as long is in your heart, you're trying your best. And sometimes you fall back into sin. But as long as you say, I don't want to do this. Like I keep messing up, but I want to change. That's when the sacrament works, that the sin, your sins being washed away is working for you. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. And like the reason why that I, w- I was asking this question, like that actually like, it happens to me a lot. You know, like I, l- I love go to church. Like like there's not place that makes, that makes me happy like when I'm in the church yeah. I'm singing like in front of people but you know like after church when we all go home I'm in the house by myself yeah. you know like my friend like we'll be like hey we go going here like do you want to come yeah. and uh, I just see myself like sitting in the house and I was like I'll be like I don't want to, yeah. Uh, but in the game, like, but you mess up, yeah. Yeah, I mean, but but in the game, I go anyway because like I don't want to like be alone or feel alone. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, you know, so pretty much that happens to like to me, Allah. You know, to be honest, yeah. you know. And and that's the difference is, it's it's all about your heart and where your heart is. Like taking that bread and water don't doesn't mean anything if you don't have a good heart, mm. right? It only works 
if you were constantly trying to become like Jesus Christ, become perfected one day, right? By through his atonement, through his sacrifice, trying every day to overcome our weaknesses, right? But if you're just taking advantage and you're just saying, I'm going to go to church, I'm going to be a a Sunday Christian or a Saturday Christian, but then every other day of the week, I'm going to go sin. Mm -hmm. Then Christ is like, why are you, why are you mocking me? Why are you just like, this isn't how, this isn't how it works. The only way it works is if you're trying your best to follow him, overcome your sins, right? Your weaknesses and your sins. Um, Does that make sense? So as long as you're honest with yourself, if you're honest with yourself, hey, we all fall. And others, I would say too. You know, we, we all, all of us sin. Living, you know, we all sin. And it's hard. It is hard. And God knows that. Jesus Christ, he knows that. That's the reason why he died for our sins. He knows that, yeah, life is hard. But you know what? I'm going to help you through it. But as long as, like Jackson said, you, your heart has to be there for the, it has to be for the right reasons. If you're just taking it because like, oh, I'm going to take this, my sins will wash away and I'm going to go out party with some, some pretty girls. You're technically just lying to Jesus face. Yeah. You're going, you're, it, for me, it's like, you're literally going up to his face saying, sorry, forgive me. And then he's like, you're not going to do it again. Oh, I'm not going to do it again. And then you go off immediately with a pretty brunette. Like it's, if he sees it, you're taking steps. As long as you're honest with yourself, be honest with yourself because being honest with yourself is the first step towards fighting your sin. If you're constantly lying to yourself, the sin's going to always win. If you always lie to yourself, sin will always win. And I, I, I will also testify to you that, you know, you two aren't in our church strong right now. You know what I mean? I mean, you are a member, but you're not, you don't have your own personal testimony that yeah. it's Jesus Christ church, right? Even though you were baptized and you are kind of praying about it and thinking about it, right? And going through the process of trying to figure out, right? The two things I would say to you is that I promise you that through baptism, by, by true authority, by God's power, right? By someone who has God's power baptizing you, then you receiving the gift of the Holy Ghost. It's a gift from God for you to constantly have the Holy Spirit with you to help guide you through your life. I promise you that is the best possible way to grow closer to the Savior, Jesus Christ. I promise you that it is the best way for you to overcome your weaknesses because after church, you keep falling back into old sins, right? I swear, dude, I, my in my case, when I was not with Jesus Christ, I would just fall into the same weaknesses and sins over and over and over again. And the only time it changed for me was when I was in his church and this, and the spirit was with me constantly helping me stay away from the sin. Mm. I, I promise you, I, I can promise mm. you with all my heart. Um, last thing I want to talk about before we end is, and, and Shinobun, you can totally say, you don't want to talk about it. If I ask you about it, you can totally say, I'm not, I don't want to talk about this, but, I want to talk about, and this is kind of a sensitive subject because, for example, James in his Seventh-day Adventist church believes that someone who, and I, I'm not, you know, your church teaches. I don't I don't know what your heart believes. Yes, okay, but, man, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Your, your church teaches that someone who has died without accepting Jesus Christ fully in his heart, 
is going to hell, right? Because as far as I know, Shinobun, I don't know if you can think of any other gospel or, or church, but as far as I know, I think we are the only church that teaches in a spirit world where those who didn't have the opportunity to accept Jesus Christ on earth, they will have the opportunity there. And once again, that doesn't mean that it's a second chance so people can just live how they want and then die and accept it. That's not how it works, right? Just as you accept it here, you have to accept it there. It's it's the same thing, right? So I would, I, I want to ask Shinobun, what, what does it mean for you that you're in a church that has a, has that doctrine that you can, for one, see your brother again, but also it gives him the opportunity to accept this gospel on earth, Jesus Christ gospel on earth. Like, cause think about it. If you were in every, any other church, he's, mm. he's in hell, right? How, how, what does that mean hello, for you? Hello, hello, hello purgatory, um, it depends. Um, Say yeah, I'll, I'll open up about this. I, I don't mind opening about this because this is the biggest reason why I, that that's my, it's bad. Like I said, it's kind of selfish, but it's my main reason why I'm in the LDS church because um, my, I just miss my brother so much. So it, it was, it, it, it broke my heart when I got the call from my mum, and it was during COVID at the time. It was during COVID. It was during COVID at the time, and New Zealand was on lockdown, and I couldn't see him. He was in a different town. I went to the police. Uh, I drove tried to drive out of town, and they stopped me. I couldn't give him a kiss. I couldn't hold him. That sucked. It sucked not to be able to physically hold my brother and tell him I love him before he passed on. It, it killed me. And it sucked because I was, I got really upset at the police officers and I was swearing at them and I was threatening them, but I, you know, they handled it well and I couldn't go to the funeral. I couldn't, I couldn't even say goodbye to him. It, and what's worse, it sucked for my daughters too, because they loved him so much. And then I remember a relative of mine was like, oh, he didn't, he wasn't baptized in your faith. He wasn't baptized in our faith. Unfortunately, since he wasn't, he since he wasn't baptized, he's going to hell and we'll never see him again. And, uh, and like, I was, man, she's lucky she was old because I felt like slapping her hard. Like, I just couldn't handle her. Say, I was like, how dare you say that to my face? And I was lost. I was so lost. And then I was just thinking, I was like, you know, that's not fair. It's not his fault that he was brought in a very broken family. It's not his fault that, that there was no chance for him to experience the light. I was like, is it why? And like, you know, I was thinking, why is God so cruel? Why, why are you doing this to me? Why are you doing this to him? Out of all my siblings, he didn't, he did everything right. He was a good boy, you know, he was, he was generous. He was charitable. He was kind, everything that we weren't. And he passed on the, he, he died and he doesn't have the option to go to heaven. I, I, I was angry. I was really upset. And then I just went, and that's cause, like I said, when I got baptized, I didn't think I got baptized for the right reasons. And I was just kind of thinking, when was I most happy? 
you know, I was just trying to process it through my mind. And then I asked some friends about it. I told him, oh, he passed on. And I shared my experience of, oh, my auntie said this to me. And I'm just, I'm even more heartbroken. He's like, you know that you can be with him again. You know, there are, he does have an opportunity to accept Christ into his life. And the great thing about it is he has a choice. It's his choice. When he passes on to the spirit world, he has his choice. But I want to be able to help him improve his choice. So I, I did, you know, I, I did a bit of research. I studied on it. And knowing that my, because most of my siblings are going to die without accepting God. I, I, I 100% know this because it's, it's not their fault. The world has not been kind to them. The world was not kind to a lot of us. And not just me, but to a lot of people. And they might not have gotten the opportunity to. But if when they pass on, my daughters will be able to help them pass on. They have the opportunity. This thing, they have the choice. Even in the next life, they have the choice to accept Christ. And knowing that my brother can has that has the option, has a choice to accept Christ. So I can see him again and be with him again. That's um that's you you can't ask for more. You know, I'm a simple person. I love simple things. And family is for for me. People might think family is simple. For me, it's everything. Nothing means more. You guys are from. You guys probably share very similar beliefs in your culture as well. Very family orientated. The home is where you want to be. You want to be there with your family, and to be there. And the the thought of me being in heaven if I get the chance to go, and my brother not there. It's not. It's just not fair. I don't. I don't. I don't find it fair. So I have faith that what I'm doing gives him the chance, and hopefully my siblings the chance to all us be eternal family forever. Hey, that, that's just that's my that's my reason why I go to church. I do it for my daughters. I do it for my brother. I do it for my siblings. I do it for my mother. I do it for my father. And yeah, I man, thanks, bro. That's like that's heartbreaking, man. I I I can't believe in a God who would create someone just to send him to hell. And I and I and that's the thing is our church. We're also the only church that believes in not heaven and hell. We believe in places where because think about it, someone is in heaven. Because they were righteous and followed God, right? Hell, because they didn't follow God and they weren't righteous, right? What about those that were really good people that did all the right things but never accepted Jesus Christ? Does it make sense that they go to hell? Right? That Does that make any sense? So No, right? So, like, for example, like, if you never went back to church and, and, and were faithful and strong in keeping the commandments... A lot of churches and pastors would say that you're going to hell. Yeah. But Absolutely. Yeah, but we're the we're the only church that has the teaching that God has many kingdoms in in heaven. One for those that have done everything right, one one for those that have lived a really good life but never really, you know, accepted Jesus Christ but still were good people. We believe in a place for them. 
And also we believe in a place for those who were bad people, but God still loves them so much. He puts them in a lower kingdom. And we, 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 we really don't believe in, uh, like this big fiery hell place where most evil people will go. We believe God, for example, if you have a kid and he does something wrong and he becomes a bad person, you still love him, right? He's your own kid, right? You do anything for him, even if he's doing bad things, right? That's how God feels about us. He doesn't say, I create you and I'm going to send you to hell to, for eternity to, to suffer for eternity. God says, I'm going to do everything in my power for you to come live with me. He doesn't choose for us, right? He doesn't take away our choosing, but he, just like a loving heavenly father, he does everything in his power to say, I want you to live with me and I will do anything to get you to do that. And that's why he provides a true church. Now, do you care if I share with you guys two more scriptures before we end? And uh, before this, I wanna I wanna ask you some questions. So what I'm hearing is, we, nobody's going to like we all we all go into heaven, right? No, that's not true. We are not that's all not going true. to heaven. Who is going and who's not going? Well, do you want me, do you want me to explain to you? Yeah. So we believe in three kingdoms. If you remember in the Bible, in the Bible that you guys believe in. Right? Any Bible that has this. Jesus says, In my father's mansion there are many or in, yeah, in my father's mansion there are many kingdoms. Or in my father's kingdom there are many mansions. One or the other, right? He says that. And what he's referring to is that we're going to go where we feel comfortable, right? If we feel comfortable in God's presence, we will go to something called the celestial kingdom, which is the highest kingdom of glory, right? Next, there's a middle kingdom. That's called the terrestrial kingdom, right? And if you if you know the Bible, there's there's many verses that talk about celestial bodies, terrestrial bodies, and telestial bodies, talking about what kind of body we'll have when we go to the next life. Right? So there's celestial kingdom, top kingdom. Second kingdom is terrestrial kingdom, which are for those who maybe like his brother, right? And like, well, not not his brother. We'll use someone who just like lived a really good life, was a great person, but never accepted Jesus Christ. They'll go to the second kingdom, which is still amazing. God loves them so much to send them to a kingdom, right? Lastly, they have the telestial kingdom, which is for those that were bad people, not not the best people. And they will live in a state of glory, which is kind of, it's, it's, it's compared to this earth. They'll live in a place like this, right? Then lastly, we believe in something called outer of darkness, which is basically hell, but it's called outer darkness. And it's for those who like hated Jesus Christ, wanted to literally deny him 100% and deny the spirit. Those who want it, like Satan's followers will go to this place. Yeah, but they will still go to heaven still, uh, even though he's not the highest heaven. But No, no, no. Outer darkness is outside of the kingdom. It's like hell. Yeah, but it's very hard to get there. So, and uh, you don't believe the hell is real. So, we actually believe that this is a lot of stuff that you're learning today, but we actually believe that after this life, there's something called the spirit world. And this is where most of the world gets its doctrine on heaven and hell. So, we believe in something called spirit paradise and spirit prison before the kingdoms, right? Before Judgment Day, before Jesus Christ comes back, second coming, right? Before he comes back the second time, 
we believe that there's something called the spirit world where his brother is right now, right? Because we all, for example, we all have to, Jesus Christ has, the, has to come a second time before everyone is resurrected and goes to heaven, right? So where are the people who have died right now? They can't be in heaven because we have to wait till Jesus Christ comes again. We have to wait till everyone is resurrected and receives perfect bodies, right? And so we believed a pla- in a place called the spirit world where there's basically a heaven, a heaven and a hell. And for example, my, we'll, we'll use his brother. Maybe when his brother died, he went to spirit prison, right? And his, there were missionaries just like me in spirit paradise, people who have already accepted Jesus Christ. And they went over to his brother and taught him the gospel of Jesus Christ. And he had the opportunity and has the opportunity to accept the Jesus Christ or not. And then eventually, eventually when Jesus Christ comes again, because we all believe he's coming again, right? Do you guys know what I'm talking about? Yeah. So he'll come a second time. When that happens, those people in the spirit world will, those who have accepted, those who didn't, you know, then that's when judgment day comes, right? When God judges all of us and he says, you know, you've done this or, you know, whatever. And then that's when the kingdoms come. And it's a, it's a, it's really deep doctrine that you're learning today, really deep teachings. But basically most people get their doctrine and teachings of heaven and hell from the spirit world, which we believe has been lost. That teaching has been lost over time because of how many thousands of Bibles there are and how much has changed over time and how many churches have started. And that's why the book of Mormon is needed because it has the true teachings. Um, so yes, we believe in heaven and what you would consider as a hell. But it's it's in, in short term, in short term, in yeah, short term, no. it's really deep. And a simple answer: yes, we believe that there is the king, kingdoms of heaven, and then there is a place where. No, because of like, I go. see, like some people, like some people, like, like I see a couple of people is like they they uh, they give out their story, like how they actually went to hell. Like actually, like what happened to them? Actually, like how like they really? Some people go to hell, you know. You know? Like like they actually come on TV and, and say and they and they give out the the story, yeah. you know? Yeah, that's so, what we're talking about. Spirit world. There's there's a there's a part of of heaven and there's a part of hell before judgment day. Okay, so oh, so that means hell is real, then like so, like some people go go in uh, uh, to hell, then right? Yes, but not your version of hell. <laughs> like, they don't go for eternal suffering. Okay, okay. Like, I see, I see, I see, I see. We, we believe, that's why, that's why I tried to explain it, because it's not the same hell. Okay, I see, it, It's I see, different. I see. Oh, I see, I see, I see. It's, it's really, really deep. And it's, Makes sense. It's hard to explain, but... Um, but it's a good question, though. It is a good question. It's, yeah. It's a question that, you know, that everyone would eventually learn and... Hey. Yeah. I'll I'll finish with the scriptures. Um and the reason I want to finish with these scriptures is because um I want to show you why I mean our teachings make sense, okay? So well, this one's about the teachings, but the next one is some advice, okay? So first one is um Jesus, this is Jesus Christ speaking to Nicodemus, right? And he says, I say unto thee, except a man be born of water and of spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God, right? 
So he says, if we can't, if we don't receive baptism, we can't go to heaven, right? So what about his brother? Right. What about what about his brother? If if this is from the King James Bible, right? The the one Bible that a lot of people use in America, mm-hmm. the one that probably James's church uses, right? If if you guys believe in the Bible, Jesus Christ says, unless you're baptized, you can't go to heaven, right? So then, how does how does his brother go to heaven, right? And our church, as far as I know, is the only one that teaches that we we baptize those who have died in our holy temples as, as a proxy baptism. And so what that means is that if you died, no, no, no. If James died, if James died and he was never baptized in Jesus Christ's true church, then we could go to the temple and I could baptize Uriah in, in like I could baptize Uriah for you. So you have the opportunity to accept it in the spirit world. That's interesting. It is. It's very interesting. But Jesus Christ talks about it in the Bible too. I can show you. So my 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 brother my brother's uh, church, they believe that they're Jehovah's Witness. You know, he's a Jehovah's Witness. Yeah, Jehovah's Witness. Okay. He believes he believes that the people we are going to hell. You know, people who don't read the Bible. Are, yeah. are you like you're going to hell? Yeah, yeah me too. Like, like uh, how uh, how uh, I was told, like um, how was some people, some people in uh, in my church, like they believe that on when Jesus come, like they're going to be a judgment day. Yeah. You know yep. what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And see, like, mm-hmm. and, and uh, if uh, if uh, like is somebody like who 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 never want to know about God, and the guys can be like, wait, you guys never want to know me? I don't know you guys too. Mm-hmm. Bye. So it's like they like Jesus is gonna choose people who 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 followed him to go into heaven, and then people who didn't, or even the people that was a little bit nicer, just like you say, yeah, they will go, even go to hell because they did not. Do They'll go to hell. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? It's crazy. It doesn't make <laughs> sense, right? <laughs> it makes. Yeah, I got. Yeah, I like. I remember a lady from Jehovah Witness told me that I was gonna go to hell. And her husband, because they were going out there preaching a bit. And they said to me, they're like, oh, you're going to go to hell. And then her husband was like, oh, you know, if you don't do this and this and this and this, no matter, even if you, you know, even if you're a charitable person, you will go to hell. And then I turned around, I was like, okay, thank you for your, thank you for your kind words. I appreciate it. (laughs) And then he, but then he kept going. He kept going and goes, well, you know, you're going to go to hell. You're going to go to hell. I was like, if you keep this up, you're going to get punched by me. So I would <laughs> recommend you to stop, please. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, it's... See, yeah, that doesn't make sense, right? Yeah, the same thing that he happened to us yesterday. Remember, so there was this guy, <laughs> there was protesting about... Wait, what they were saying again? It was people like... Oh, yeah, there was people saying? protesting at the conference center <laughs> saying that, like... We're going to hell and stuff like that. Oh, like, hey. Oh, man. I just want to go there and just sit there and watch them. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I was, I mean, I was having fun. I, I was just enjoying. Yeah. So my brother <laughs> breathes that really like totally crazy. He, he, Dang. He, and 
I'm even nicer than him. Yeah, yeah. According to me, I'm. A <laughs> no, but I get what you're I'm saying. Like you, him. you Poor feel James? like you're more loving. Yeah, you know, <laughs> you know, like he doesn't do everything. You know, all he wants is follow the Bible. Yeah, yeah. Whatever the Bible says, he goes to way too extra. You know? <laughs> that's like that's okay. Funny enough, is that's like a Pharisee. Yeah. The Pharisees killed Jesus Christ because they followed the rules too strongly. Yes. So, it, it, that's what I'm saying is. It's a lot more about love and helping others than it is about rule following. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so... Blind guides. Yeah. Blind guides. We, like, we follow God because we love him, not because of rule. Mm-hmm. Right? And so... You gotta be in you. Be so, right now, last thing, okay? Very last thing. This is my advice to you guys. Mm-hmm. You ready? So, this is Moroni in the Book of Mormon. He's the last prophet, very last prophet. And he is writing down his advice to everyone reading the Book of Mormon. Okay? I'm going to read it for you guys. He says, Behold, I would exhort you that when ye shall read these things, if it be wisdom in God that ye should read them, that you would remember how merciful the Lord hath been unto the children of men. And even from the creation of Adam, even down until the time that ye shall receive these things and ponder it in your hearts. And when ye shall receive these things, so he's basically saying, and when you read these things, when you receive them, I would, I would tell you that ye would ask God, the eternal father in the name of Jesus Christ, if these things are not true. And if ye shall ask with a sincere heart, with real intent, having faith in Jesus Christ, he will manifest the truth of it unto you by the power of the Holy ghost. And by the power of the Holy ghost, you may know the truth of all things. And so he says, I promise you guys, if you read the book of Mormon, Ask Heavenly Father, is this true? The Holy Spirit will tell you in your heart that it is. This is his promise, right? That it is an actual record of God's people a long time ago in America. And God talked to these people and Jesus Christ visited them and taught them the true gospel. And I would also tell you, James, to ask whoever is in your church, ask them if someone dies who is a really good person, oh, wow. but, but doesn't accept Jesus Christ, ask them if they say, where, where are they going? Someone who, say, say someone never accepts Jesus Christ, but they were an amazing person. Ask them if they go to hell. And, and, and then feel in your heart if that makes sense to you and pray about it and ask or if that makes sense to you. didn't get the opportunity as well. Or someone Don't that you. didn't get the opportunity as well. Yeah, yeah. Like, like someone, yeah, exactly. Someone who never had the opportunity to learn about Jesus Christ, where will they go, right? And then to Iraya, I would say how we pray is we always start with God. We always say, you can say God, Heavenly Father, right? Then in the middle, you just, you just talk to him how you would your best friend. That's that literally, like, for example, you can say, Heavenly Father, I've had a really rough day today and I, I, I need some help. Um, I also want to bless my, my family because they're going through a hard time. So please help them as well. And you can just talk to him like he's your best friend, best father, right? And then you always end in the name of Jesus Christ, Amen. You amen. start with, you start with God. You end with Jesus Christ, and in the middle, you you just talk to Him like He's your best friend. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. Will you try that for me? Okay, yeah. bro. That I mean, that was an awesome conversation that you know really went away. I didn't expect it to go, and I'm super excited that I felt. That, I'll be honest with you, I felt the Spirit really strong. Like oh, yeah. I felt God's love really strong. I when you bore your testimony about why you believe. Um, and how your brother's passing kind of 
was an amazing thing for you, but also a really hard thing for you. And I felt God's love so much when I, when I, when you guys showed interest in saying, like asking questions and trying to figure out what we're talking about, I felt God's love because you were, you were trying, you know, you're trying to grow closer to Jesus Christ. And I'm telling you when, when we're in this podcast and we're gathered in Jesus Christ's name, just trying to help others who are listening to, to find truth. I always feel, um, that, that deep feeling. I would, before we end, I want to ask all of you, how have you felt today? We'll start with Shinobun. How, how have you felt today during this conversation? I, I'm, I'm a, a complex, com, a little bit complex. Um, but I feel, I felt pretty good. Um, a little relieved. Um, uh, ah, it's, it's complicated. It's hard. It's hard feelings. Mixed emotions at, right at the moment, especially bring up my brother. Yeah. It kind of takes a lot of energy out of me. Try not to ball in tears. <laughs> talk about talk about what what was the highlight of this interview for you? The highlight was actually when James and um, Eric Eric were asking questions. I lo- I love it when you guys ask questions. You know, that's that's the steps. You know, you're curious, ask away, and I really I really appreciate your guys honesty and just being open about if you something didn't seem right you asked it why is this why do we need this that's the those are the steps and you know i only know that through god's love you know hopefully that you know you'll find your peace in him wherever it may be absolutely and absolutely. uh thank you for sharing your testimony it was uh it was it was uh heartbreaking but you really mm-hmm. it was really brave for you to talk about it you know yeah yeah yeah, no, me, I, yeah me well i can say about that you know uh on this earth yeah yes of course like we gotta do all those stuff that we talked about you know like we like we got to yeah but at the, at the end, end of the day like we gotta know like uh, we still living on this earth man there's some stuff's happening and then you wonder why you know like like to me like there is some stuff that happened like like you wonder why like Mm. Yeah, me too. So my little sister, you know, and uh, she passed away. She was very young. I think she was like six months, you know. So if she was still here, and uh, I would not be the last born, like in my family, you know. So but 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 now like, I can think about, I be like like, I don't question God, you know, and and they be like, what that happened? But I wonder like, dang, like what did that happen, you know? So yeah, so about your brother, man, you know, it just the. Def- it's been like three years since he yes, passed away. Yes, since he passed. Yes, yeah, yes, yes. Yeah, it just like uh, it just like even to this day, like you still think about him, like and you still pray mm. for him, and it, man, that is very kind of you, mm, man. And no. uh, stay strong, man. It's word, man. It's just that crazy, like world that we, we live in. You know, some stuff happening. You know, it's gonna break you. It's gonna. So what we can do? Just stay strong. Just keep fighting, man, you know? Just keep playing for him and then uh, have that hope that you're going to see him again, you know? Like, have that mm, hope. You, thank you uh, so much. For sure, for sure. No, thank, thank you so much. And that's the reason why I felt it was okay to share because I knew that you would appreciate my Absolutely. testimony. Absolutely. You would appreciate my story. So that's why I felt compelled. I was like, you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm comfortable with opening up because I know that you guys all accept this 
sensitive topic yes, that I'm going to yeah, bring man, up. Yeah, yeah. So I appreciate it. Thank you so much. For sure, man. For sure. You, you got this, man. You know, you got this. You've been, Thank you. You've been <laughs> holding it down like like three years now, and now you start just um, <clears throat> you got it. Mm. For sure. Thank so, you so much, James and Arai. How have you felt during this interview? During this interview, I felt good because we just like you said, we asked to we were uh, trying to understand God, you know, trying to know Him more, so that way we can uh, find the right church. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So to me, how I feel, you know, like before we started, before I called Jack and be like, "Hey, we we come in." He was like, "I want everybody like to feel the energy. I want everybody to feel good." And then uh, that's what exactly happened, you know. So wow, makes me happy. Just turned out to be like a how he was uh, expecting or like a how he was his star was maybe he was like the energy is not gonna be there the vibes not gonna be there but man like that was great you know like that i'm just happy that it turned out to you know uh it it, it turned out to to be good you know let me get him my guys hey man Amen. 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 God is good, you know. <laughs> Amen. He was, in he was with us. So that's what we have. So the higher to be understanding God. Yep. Yeah. I like it. Understanding God. And I'll just end with this for all those that are listening and also to you three that the Spirit's job is to testify of truth. Mm-hmm. And that means when we are talking about truth, we feel God, right? We feel God's love. We feel the Spirit. And if you felt God's love today, if you felt the Spirit, that is the spirit testifying of truth. He's telling you what is right and what is wrong. And that's his job. And so just know, focus on your feelings, focus how you felt during some things we talked about. And if you felt that, that's that's true. It's true things we're talking about. And once again, thank you all for listening. We're super grateful we had this conversation. And um, this has been Conversion to Christ podcast. And we will see you on the next episode. Bye-bye. See ya. Thank you. Bye-bye. <laughs>